Real Nerds is a proud partner of the Denver Podcast Network. In the shadow of the mountains, we, we speak. speak. Coming to you from the X Access, it's John of All Trades with your host, John X. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this John of All Trades podcast promo. Each Wednesday, I bring you a brand new interview with someone fascinating and ask the question we all ask when we meet someone new. Hey, what do you do? It's fun, informative, and it's the 2017 Westward Reader's Choice Award winner for Best Denver Podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, and johnofalltrades.us. Oh, hi, podcast listeners. There's many ways you can listen to the Real Nerds podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can also subscribe on Stitcher Radio. You want to send us a Twitter message? You can do that. It's so easy, at Real Nerds. Like us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. You can visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com, where there'll be a lot of articles for you to not only read, but to listen to our previous shows. You can also call us, 720-6NERDS5. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. I'm Andre Gower. And I'm Ryan Lambert. And you're listening to Real Nerds Podcast. I bet you didn't know we were also dramatic readers of good Star Wars Shakespeare. Uh, yeah. We'll just say that. At times. Hey, there's people in the room. There is. When are we supposed to start? How late was I? I well, we'll start anyways. Okay. Uh, welcome to Real Nerds Podcast. Uh, we're also known as unofficially the official podcast at Denver Comic Con. Uh, that's because we've been here for seven years, and they gave us that moniker seven years ago. Uh, I'm Ryan. To my right is Brad. In the middle is James. On the end Hi. is Zach. I'm going to introduce them because they're not paying attention to me. No. Um, Brad likes long walks on the beach. James likes comics. And oh. Zach likes being. Bean? Bean? <laughs> being. I don't know. Oh, being. being? Oh, I could being. hear that. I like I'm here. Being. I'm being. In, in the moment. Oh, and if you don't know what we do, every week we go see a new movie and we podcast... Our experience of the world. Um, this week we would have seen Incredibles too, but uh, we're here doing our podcast, and so we have something special planned for you that uh, may or may not have visual help. Um, <laughs> we do a, a special thing we call a film explosion, and our film explosion is we take ten films that we love throughout the year and rank them so ten through one. Uh, but we change it up because we only have 50 minutes, and you probably don't want to hear us talk that long anyways. So we do, uh, we're doing a thing called a Comic-Con explosion, where we're going to pick our three favorite superhero comic book films and uh, reveal them to you and talk about them, and you're more than welcome to yell at us. Um, we do have some awesome Mebo prizes uh, to give and out. And, uh, and shirts. And shirts as well. Yeah. Um, if you are a... A young woman. We have our women's shirts left from this year. Um, and then if you would like a, a man shirt, uh, we have them from previous years. Um, uh, the ones from this year are our Han Solo shirts. Um, yeah. James has our company shirt that no one else wore. So uh, yeah, he I, sticks, I, don't, I don't know why you guys didn't get the memo. I, uh, <laughs> so he sticks out like a sore thumb. I clearly communicated. Um, and we'll get started yeah. uh, with the count. Is this going to load, Brad? He had one job. His one job just is... Little, just give me another minute. 
trying to figure out why. Okay. Um, random person in the audience, shout out hey, your favorite comic book movie. How do people win things? Do they, do they just insult us? The Go ahead, ma'am. Spider-Man, girl to my heart. Ah, seriously. I'm pretty sure, I mean, not to be unfair, I'm pretty sure that all three of your selections are Spider-Man movies. Ah, uh, they're not. <sighs> I'm going to blow your mind. Uh, are you a fan of the, the first Spider-Man or uh, The Amazing or Homecoming? Yes. Fair. See? Yeah. That's, that's the person um, <laughs> that I, I, I love because I think Spider-Man is the greatest superhero ever and also the greatest superhero movies. And see, and that people in the front agree with me. Everybody else who doesn't is just wrong. Um, so thank you for participating, ma'am. If I had to um, give you a shirt, what size would you like? I uh, do we of 2016 and 14. Uh, okay. Well, just come up afterwards. We'll give you something free. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we do have them. What? Which, which year? Which year would you we'll like? Just, we'll figure it out afterwards. Don't worry. About we it. have Star Trek or us. <laughs> oh, we're so organized. This well, I'm just killing time. I'm waiting. To, I'll, I know. Yeah, let me do this. Go yeah. Zach, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Good. I feel like we're separated by an invisible wall. Uh, yeah, well, I intentionally didn't want to sit next to you. I, I know. It's fine. I asked them not to put a mic down there. I've got, I've got terrible diseases that you don't You're want fine. To You're adorable. Yeah. Everybody loves you. <laughs> anyway, did anybody go see Incredibles 2 this week? Anybody? No? You're all here? All right. So at least we're not like guilty of you know, some terrible sin. I feel bad that I haven't seen it. Are people saying it's good? Of what? Incredibles 2. Yes, they're saying it was worth the wait. Oh, man. Is it worth the three days more waiting that I have to do? <laughs> yes, we are not there opening day, and it's like a part of our soul is gone. Seriously. And, yeah. uh, I don't know what to do. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, we have something. There it goes. Yeah. It's loading. I love when the visual aspects of an audio podcast really come together. Yes, it's... It's it's the part that really sells the podcast when people listen to this online. And they're like, I can just picture what oh, they're showing up there. We'll describe it. I'm guessing it's going to be some hero facing the camera. There we go. All right. Great. There it is. Fine. There it is. All right. So, Brad, yes, you're the best. We'll be doing uh, top three comic book movies. Uh, and I saw that Zach's first up there. So um, go ahead and start the first slide. And um, Zach, what's your number three comic book movie? My number three comic book movie is... Uh, the most excited I was for a comic book movie for some reason, um, but I loved it and kept going back to it. My number three is Watchmen. Oh, right. You, there's no, there's no wait, trailer. Yeah, there's we no trailer. To pause. Um, <laughs> also, uh, you said you're really excited about it. I need you to bring it up. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I was excited. He's like, Don't yell uh, you know, I'm really excited yeah, when it came out, ears. and you know, it's Zack Snyder. No, uh, being, <laughs> no, Zack Snyder, it's no, uh, it's sad. I didn't read the book until 2007. Oh, okay. um, After picking it up from a con, and I like devoured the heck out of it, um, and just it seemed like an impossible task. And yeah. after watching 300, I was like, well, he's the only one, I guess, who could clearly do it. Now that opinion's changed over time, but um, I, what the anticipation for it because it was it was like not a PG thirteen property. It was definitely going to be unsettling to some or others. So I went to the Colorado Center or, or the um, the Continental for this for the premiere and yeah. their giant screen before they RPX'd it, and uh, it was just a sea of people. Like it was packed. 
Everyone sat for that two and a half to two, and a, two hours and 45 minutes. And they left and were disappointed. No, Ugh, I, no. I, 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 no, no. I saw people that I knew from school, like senior year, like they came out and they were just like, I loved it. And they, were, and they asked me, what do you think? And I was like dressed up in a Rorschach uh, trench coat going like, I loved it. And um, ac- actually, no one was disappointed because the people who didn't like the movie were still excited because that was the movie that premiered the Dark Knight trailer. So I knew a lot oh, of people right. who were like, I had bought tickets. Uh, yeah, you remember. I had bought tickets, and I had friends who were just like stealing my Watchmen tickets. They didn't care anything about Watchmen. Was, they just wanted to see that trailer in theaters. Was no. it the IMAX where they show it before? Um, what movie was that? No, uh, no, 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 it was no, I Am Legend. Comes out the year was right. I it, was, Legend? it was I Am Legend in IMAX. Oh, they showed, that's why I don't they remember. the opening of... Yeah, right, yeah. That's so, why none of us saw the IMAX. Yeah. So, yeah, but, like, Snyder took on a very, like, daunting task to adapt yeah. that for a mainstream audience, let alone a comic book audience, and I think that it balances itself out really well. Yeah. Having said that, though, the one I saw in theaters doesn't even compare to watching the Black Freighter cut, in my yeah. opinion, which gives you the full fan experience while still tweaking with some stuff. So yeah, if you have four hours, you should definitely take like that thing becomes as long as Hamlet if you take the whole cut. <laughs> but it's amazing. Yeah, like, no, it's really and, cool. And the soundtrack it's was good awesome enough, too. Right? Yeah. Like like you said, that that book is is proven, I think, to be unfilmable now because yeah. now we tried. Yeah. But it was good enough. Like it was a Herculean task. Yeah, exactly. And I certainly don't blame And now Damon Lindelof's so trying to do it again and I guess that's cool. Yeah. Well, that'll be a TV show. You could do more on a TV I, show. I know, I know. Anybody yeah. else Watchmen fans out there? Nope, Zach. Nope. Oh, one, two. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I saw, I, I saw a about. deliberate head shake of no. no. <laughs> I no. do not like that movie. You know, throughout. You should move on right now. <laughs> you know what I'm talking years. about? Depressing superheroes. Shut up, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> throughout the years, every time Zach picks movies on our film Explosion, eventually we just shake our head and we're like, dude, no. At least Henry's not here. His first pick would have been like Ghost Rider because no, it's hilarious. <laughs> it would have been La Avengers, some French. Yeah. We also have a guy who, one of our nerds, he lives in New York and he goes to film school, so he's very pretentious. So his list always come in and it's like four hour long French movies and like no one wants to see this except right. for him. They're fantastic. I'm the mainstream guy if you haven't figured that out yet. I, I, who's the next person? I don't know. I don't know either. Let's ask the slide. Yeah. Hey, Brad! You self-serving right. son of a... All right. Um... What did I pick? Uh, <laughs> well, let's just ask the computer. Oh, yeah, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. <laughs> is my number three so on the list. you're a big fan. Yeah, big fan. Totally oh. memorable. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, th- uh, this is very recent and uh, tons of fun. Um, it, uh, it's great that they took two characters that aren't quite the most popular of the Avengers, I think, and then made this incredibly funny buddy comedy. Yeah. Um, so... It's one of those movies, too, that as soon as you go to it, you go out and buy the soundtrack or, or the score because the score is so yeah. memorable. From yeah. Devo? Yeah, Devo. And it's uh, yeah. very memorable. And the colors and um, the humor. Yeah, the production design on the, they were talking about on the uh, Blu-ray bonus features, it's all inspired by Jack Kirby's uh, mm-hmm. comic book art. So uh, they, they, a lot of attention to detail on that. And then um, uh, the, the, the commentary on the Blu-ray, uh, Taika Waititi, he makes fun of his own movie, so he never wow. gives you any information about how it was made, really. He just uh, makes false facts about what he did, and then he also brings his kid in <laughs> oh, while he goes to the bathroom. Dumb. So his like, two-year-old is just rambling. Oh, and she keeps asking him to change the movie. Yeah. She's like, can we watch Finding Dory? Like, I don't... Uh, this movie's not good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's hilarious. It's better and, than the movie. And Kate Blanchett's amazing in it. Oh, gosh. Uh, I saw uh, a really good Hella yesterday. 
Um, yeah, it's, walking around it's the a cool character. Upstairs. Yeah, yeah, they're great. Threatening, mm-hmm. scary. Yeah, and the soundtrack to that movie is so good that it makes Avengers: Infinity War not quite as good. Because when Thor shows up and they don't play uh, "Immigrant Song," it's disappointing. <laughs> you know, like it's fine, but you just really wish "Immigrant Song" was playing. Um, yeah, that's a good choice. So we do have a Link Amiibo, and if anybody can guess one of our movies, just randomly yell it out. I'll just give it to you. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> uh, yeah. Should, should I answer it or? Uh, well, I'm sorry. I, I heard a right answer, so should was, we give it? There were there were a couple. Um, well, well, there was at least one. Your fiance doesn't count. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I really don't think she should win because I don't want to have that. Emo- that no. but, but stay tuned. Spider-Man will show or will not show up. Yeah. Well, who said Spider-Man? Do you know who just won that? Oh, uh, yeah, someone in the very back. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. Right, Arachnid cool. we'll boy. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, cool. James, you're up. Oh, good. I'm always like when I'm uh, last because it's the most important list. My number three is, oh, my gosh, Wolverine's here. Hi. <laughs> Be cool. <laughs> Be cool. Okay. Um, my number three is not a Wolverine movie yet. Um, uh, my number three is a movie that, man, when I first saw it, was it's so kinetic and beautiful, and was, for me, maybe does the best job of, like, making a movie feel visually like a comic book. Uh, And when I saw it in theaters, I did not stop grinning from ear to ear the whole time. My number three is Scott Pilgrim versus the World, Uh, which I loved those books, and that movie is not... Yeah, they, they change plenty of stuff, um, and I'm glad they do. They, they, they should make it their own. Uh, but, man, Edgar Wright's style in that film is so beautiful. And as soon as the music starts, you are having so much fun, and that movie has so much momentum that it's, it's in my opinion, impossible not to love that movie. Um, it's just exciting. Um, and it's also fun because Scott Pilgrim is... Are there actually kids in this room? Yeah. No, Scott Pilgrim's like a, a, kind of an ass... And, and a real loser, and yes, he's your hero, and so you, but you don't realize until you get through the movie some, and you're like, oh, you're terrible. Like, you're just not a very good person, and I really need you to get fixed by the end of this movie. And I'm always down for Chris Evans being douchey guy, oh, because so it's really funny, um, tricking him to go on a skateboard. <laughs> it just makes me laugh. Yes. And uh, he plays douchey uh, guy really well. Uh, any, any not another teen movie fans out there? <laughs> who's the other um, who's the vegan warrior guy oh is, is it Brandon Routh uh, yeah, yeah Brandon Routh yeah Brandon which Routh. is great oh my gosh he's lo- so good I love, I love the when the police right high five each other yes. you know <laughs> yes I, I love the scene right when uh, like when Clifton Collins Jr. and I think it's Nathan Fillion um, uh, deactivate him of his vegan powers yes oh, uh, it's a, uh, milk and eggs bitch <laughs> <laughs> sorry bad word sorry oh. I think my favorite part of Scott Pilgrim is how dense the movie is like yes. at any point you can take your eyes off of what the characters are doing on screen and look in the background and Edgar Wright has yeah. crafted something else to pay attention to it's it's, it, it's surprisingly lean like he moves on as quickly as he can right like those, those smash cuts and everything make sure that there is no dead time in that movie you know unless it's intentional so yeah very well. Uh, anybody want to guess what my first movie is? Uh, it's Spider-Man. It is not. Oh, Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 3. No. no. Um, I am a huge you def- listen to the show! I am a huge <laughs> defender so of Spider-Man 3. Italian be- Spider-Man. Because um, I, I, I have, I'm a big Spider-Man snob, and I always get, I guess, animated when people go, that's not Venom, and it's literally the Venom story. And I go, that's... 
it's what it is. Right. And, it, and it irritates me. Um, yeah. I, I'm a Steve Ditko, Stan Lee kind of Spider-Man hero guy and villain. Uh, uh, move on. It's not, it's not Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. So anyways, um, it's not Spider-Man. Thank you. And, You're um, Here to help. But I also want to bring attention to movies that maybe people don't know with this pick because this graphic novel uh, has made me cry. And awesome. when I was in the theater seeing it with the creator of this graphic novel, it made me cry even more. Um, so my number three pick is a little indie gem called I Kill Giants, um, written by Joe Kelly, and it just came out recently. And it's about a little girl named Barbara and her um, quest to kill the giants in her coastal town. Um, but what makes the movie so great is it's really not what you think it is, and it's a really fantastic story, and, um, and, and the backstory behind it's really beautiful as well. Uh, Joe Kelly wrote it. He's a, an amazing comic book writer, and also um, you might know him from Ben 10. He also does Man of Action, so he's, uh, he's very well versed in all aspects of writing. I'm so glad you picked this. Because yeah. I, I didn't put it on my list because, honestly... As much as I think the movie is a good adaptation, like I don't, I don't love it the way that I love the book. Um, but that's not on them. Like, they had like fifteen dollars to make that movie, so yeah, you know. Um, but the actors are all amazing. Yeah, like, when I uh, when I talked to Joe Kelly about it, that's his one. Yeah, uh, problem with not. I guess not problem. I guess the one limitation is they didn't have a budget of X Men, Spider Man, and so uh, the payoff with the Giants is good. But it's not an epic fight that he wanted. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just know that it, it's a little uh, indie film, but it's amazing. The lead actress in it was in The Conjuring too, and she's amazing. She's very good. Madison Wolf is her name. And if you've never read the book, go read the book. Just don't read it in public because then you'll cry in front of people. Yeah, and me and James make sure we distribute it out to people. Um, yeah. I've bought it four times. How many times have you bought it? Uh, yeah, four or five. Yeah. Um, though one of those is cheating because I, I gave one to my fiance, so I'll get that one back here soon. Yeah, um, so you'll have two copies like me, both right. signed by Joe Kelly. Oh, yeah, I do too. I have two again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Man. so. It's a great book. It's a, it's yes, a good absolutely. Movie. And it's a great movie. Find it on iTunes for like $3. What? what? Hey, where the, how'd you that get in here? Son of a bitch. Self-serving. Hey, Brad, when can people see your movie? Yeah. You can watch it every time on YouTube. <laughs> How do I cut? Uh, if you don't know, Brad also Whoa. made a movie. Uh, Brad's a filmmaker. Brad is very talented. Um, he designed all our shirts. Um, and we didn't know this was in here, so I guess I'll just, you know, <laughs> play with his ego here. Yeah, just um, look up Jean-Claude Van Damme's Dan Van on YouTube. Uh, uh, this it, is a kid's show, sir. Yeah. Uh, originally, it was a funnier Die thing where you had to make a minute-long uh, video to put a on there? A two-minute-long video, yeah. Two-minute? And, and there was green screen footage they gave you uh, to incorporate into it, and we took eight months to do it. So Yeah, he took all the footage and put Van Damme into the movie, and it is... Um, it's fun. It's Moving fun. On. <laughs> Moving on. Good job, Brad. Oh. What now? Controlled our own show. <laughs> Zach, is this one making you excited, too? Um, yeah, because this... Quick, someone Zach, guess Zach's next movie. Oh. Just uh, yell one out. Ooh, Meteor, Meteor Man, Man is really is good. That, That's no. a deep cut. The shadow um, is up his ass. Wait a minute. Who, who I'm said the shadow? Will pick Meteor Man. Yeah, the shadow is also a good. Whoever said the shadow? Who said also the shadow? Listens. Yeah, you listen I'm gonna to the give show. You, right. I'm going to give you an amiibo <laughs> because Zach talked about the shadow like two weeks ago. Yeah, and that you randomly shouted out some really. Also, because it's awesome. So I, I assume you guessed the shadow because you were like, uh, that deserves to be movie. someone's number. There you, there you go. So you are a proud owner of 8-Bit Link. Okay. <laughs> um, awesome. So Zach, Zach, what's your number two? Uh, so no, but my number two is actually my comfort food 
comic book movie. My number two is Hellboy 2, The Golden Army. Ooh. I, not, he's the good oh, guy. Oh, wait, you're saying I want an Amiibo, too? We got That's more. That's a weird good cut. Man. Um, I, uh... I I I watched the first one when like it came out, but it didn't like it didn't grab my attention when I was younger for whatever reason. But then, 2008 was really good for comic book movies, guys. Yeah. Um, and this one in particular, I feel like got lost in the shuffle. Um, especially like I worked at a movie theater at the time, and that was the emptiest of the theaters we had, which also had like Iron Man and then eventually um, uh, Dark Knight. Um, but this one's great, and I think Guillermo del Toro gets a chance to kind of stretch out that universe a little bit more and. Um, have a little more fun with it. Um, it's definitely kind of like a comedy too, in its own way. Um, and it's got a. I, I don't think I've ever been into Barry Manilow p- prior to that <laughs> movie. But then when he, uh, when Hellboy and Gilman are, uh, or Abe Sapien, sorry, are singing "Can't Smile Without You," it's like the most touching thing ever. And it like, it kind of reminds me like, oh yeah, I have feelings. I love that you said Gilman accidentally. He doesn't emote them, but he has them. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So, yeah, but no, it's great. And then I also think, like, with any Guillermo del Toro movie, you go for the creatures, and that scene where they're in the the, Mm -hmm. the black marketplace is just wonderful. Oh, yeah. Um, I love the the final uh, moment interaction between Liz and uh, Hellboy. Um, I think it's, like, it it makes me want a third one so much that we're not going to get, but I know that... Whatever they do with Dave Harbour is going to be awesome too. So yeah, but, you'll, get a, um, you'll get a nice reboot. And also, like it, 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 that along with Pan's Labyrinth made me fall in love with Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Um. And so, and that's why, like, when Shape of Water came out and then got the Oscar, I was just so happy for him. I, I, I like. I was gonna say, I love that you said, like, you accidentally said Gilman because it just yeah, points out that like the guy just won an Oscar for doing the same thing <laughs> yeah. he's done in like two other movies. Um, and also, it's but, nice that Doug Jones gets to. To use his right. own voice yeah. in that one, and it's not David Hyde Pierce. No disrespect to him, but no, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, Golden Army. Check that's it out. That's a good one, man. That's a good cut. Nice, Brad. All right, uh, my number two is really predictable. Catastrophe. Predictable, if you know me, uh, I know it. Um, is I think this is the, probably the first uh, comic book movie I ever saw, and it oh changed blockbusters. Forever when it came out. And my number two is the 1989 Batman. It's so weird not hearing the trailer after. <laughs> you guys can't lead your own slow clap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just glad, I'm just glad it's uh, that, that was another cut so from not here. another teen movie. I'm going to see how many I can put into this panel. <laughs> <laughs> Molly yeah. Rewald's here, by the way. She's lovely. So, 89, Brad. Uh, yeah, I was like nine years old, and this has like captured my imagination. And mm, uh, yeah. You know, The Dark Knight is probably a better film, but uh, probably I always call like I always treat this movie as like the cheat sheet for Batman. Like if you want to like <laughs> kind of get his entire mythos condensed into a single movie without like a lot of detail, sure, that this yeah. is the one I would show to people. Yeah, uh, you know, me and Brad have talked many times. We used to because we're old. Um, it was on VHS way back when, and it used to have uh, the Warner Brothers store commercial on it, and um, Alfred selling Diet Coke with a little bat cape on it. And I always remember that stuff. Yep. And that's you can't my get your Warner Brothers uh, movie while you're Warner Brothers ball cap. <laughs> yep, uh, Daffy Duck. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, <laughs> that's man. right. We got a real nerd in here. You got to come hang out after the show. Yeah. This is, you're great. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it, it transformed uh, the yeah. superhero genre. Yeah, and then Michael Keaton was written off like before it premiered as like, oh, they're yeah. a comedian playing this dark brooding character. How can that be? And then, you know. Yeah. I think Batman Returns is better, but that's just me. I think it's probably my favorite Danny Elfman score. 
It's a great one. Yeah. The Walls of Death is awesome. It's still awesome. That yeah. Prince soundtrack is pretty awesome, too. Uh, it is. Mm, don't okay. try it. Oh, it's me. What was my number two? Oh, yeah. We don't know. Uh, my number two. <laughs> See, it's easy to forget. Uh, right. Uh, my number two is a comic book movie, but not a superhero movie. Um, and one of those that I would certainly put probably on a top 50 of my favorite films of all time. Um, it's one that people don't actually often know is, a, is an adaptation. Um, my number two is The Road to Perdition. Um, which, I mean, uh, I love this movie and I cry at this movie and Tom Hanks is amazing. Uh, and it's Paul Newman. You can't beat that. Um, but I, you know, I tried as I put my list together to make sure that I didn't just represent that, like, you know, doing only three movies makes it hard because you want to jam, you want, you want everything in there. Um, and comics is a lot more than just superheroes. And so this was sort of my entry of, oh man, like you can do so many great things in comic book pages. And then here, when, when you give it to Sam Mendes, you get one of the most beautiful, I, even just visually, like those scenes at night in the street in the rain are incredible. I love um, the pace, so deliberate yeah, and oh, so gosh. well shot. It's, yeah. a, it's a beautiful movie. And Jude Law is the creepiest dude. I don't trust him. I don't like him. <laughs> if I meet him, I will run away still. Um, I, I love that movie. It's fantastic. But he's so charming in real life. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure he's, he's great. British. I'm just guessing. <laughs> I'll never find out because I don't want to be in the same room with him. <laughs> so that's my number two. So you have Jude Law phobia. I do now after that movie, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. Uh, my number two is, uh, so I'm a big Marvel guy. and What? Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, so DC, I'm like, man, whatever. Uh, I like some of their movies, don't get me wrong. But I, I like Marvel stuff. And I actually think this is one of the, I think this is the best Marvel movie. Um, it's a couple years old. And I think because it, mm. it's not just a, a, a Marvel movie, it also is a political thriller. And oh, yeah. it, uh, it, it stars a legendary actor who says Hell Hydra in it, and right away I'm already on board. And uh, my number two movie is Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Um, Ooh, I just nice love the film. I, I love the story. And has anybody not seen this film, right? Um, I, 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 I talked to a lot of people, and they didn't know that The Winter Soldier was Bucky, and they had the reveal in my theater. Everybody gasped. I'm like, I thought it was so obvious. Right. <laughs> but... Don't you remember that super awkward slow motion death about a character no one cared about in the last movie? Like, <laughs> like a wily coyote death, just like, yeah. you know. Um, my mom was, was surprised that she was sitting next to me and I was so ashamed. I was like, why didn't you know that was coming? But, but you, you're like disappointed people, then you realize not everybody reads comic books. Right. And, um, and no one knows, like, they're like a winter soldier. Who's that yeah. guy? And, but no, the movie's great. It's a great political thriller. And the fight in the elevator is, uh, I, I love it. If you uh -huh. watch the making of, they talk about how many times uh, Chris Evans punched and got punched by someone. Uh, it, it's really cool. And every time he flips the shield up and puts it on his back, I want to do that. I can't. Um, maybe one day I'll find an elevator that goes really high up and I'll be able to fight a bunch of dudes. Nope. With a shield. No. Maybe one day. Ryan, I love your list because so far every one of them is something I really wanted on my list. Well, you know, and that's what I, I go for. I'm like, who is not going to put this on their list? But no, it's one of my favorite films. I, I really do enjoy this film. Because it is a superhero movie, but it goes political. And, yeah. um, and it's a got a talking Nazi, Nazi brain in a computer. <laughs> it's amazing. You can tell we've done the show for seven years, eight years. Cause I don't even know. Finish each other's sentences. Yeah. Um, does anybody Sandwiches. know what year um, The Legend of Zelda came out on the, Super, on the Nintendo? Anybody? Wow. I guess, guess we'll nope. have to wait till the next round to give out Link. <laughs> the answer is, Brad? 
What? What's the answer? 85. Oh, my gosh. 86. Yeah. 86. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Zach, your list is fine, too. I mean, it's not as good as Ryan's, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah no. I, I, I didn't I want care. you to feel left out. <laughs> um, my number one... Um, I'm not sure if anyone else is going to have it, because nope. I know we're all different, but... Um, no, this is the one like comic book film I go back to all the time. Uh, my number one is The Dark Knight. Oh. The most well, generic yeah. answer possible. I don't know. Actually, now that I look at what... Well, I have a feeling none of us have the same movie on any of our lists. Probably. Because I um, think I know what the rest of them are. Yeah. Um, hey, Zach, sell us this movie. Uh, yeah, sell yeah, us yeah, it Tell us. me why I should watch so, The so Dark if you Knight don't for know, the first time. If you don't know, Christopher Nolan, this, this uh, <laughs> up-and-coming director, did this Batman movie one time uh, over ten years ago. Um, oh, my gosh. Ugh. This... This film was like the event of 2008. That summer was like the theater I worked at. Like we plastered that theater with Batman stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was awesome was two days before uh, it opened, we got the print, and um, my managers uh, broke that lock, and we watched that movie two days early. No way! Yeah, at uh, t- one o'clock at night. That's so, awesome. Uh, I didn't so know if that. anybody from Warner Brothers is listening, I apologize. I didn't break the lock myself. Um, but like, but it don't was you have amazing. to check the print at a movie theater, though? What? So you're just making sure it was a quality print, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. quality It's technically, quote-unquote, the quality check. But you had to make sure that Warner Brothers we, was making a good I product. technically wasn't supposed to be there. It was supposed to be just the projectionist and maybe the managers. Sure. Um, but they snuck me in. And then I found out the next day that we were going to have an employee screening of it, and it was mandatory. So it, there were two <laughs> n- days in a row of not sleeping, but enjoying Batman. Um, and just, it's, it's the film, uh, it's, the, it's the Batman film that reminds me the most of not just the mythos in general, like, or the comics in general, but also, like, the early comics. Like, there is, like, a definite, like, imagery in my head I have of those older panels when I read those flashback books mm-hmm. where I'm just, like, this just reminds me of some of the stuff that they were drawn in 1938, 1939, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and Heath Ledger's great in it. Um, Bale's great in it, too. Um, I'm actually in agreement with Ryan on this, but it's what, uh, Harvey Dent's arc is one of the best arcs in a movie. Yeah. Um, comic book or non-comic book. Um, and uh, it really kind of cemented my Nolan fandom, because then after that, um, I went back and um, revisited The Prestige, which I had seen before but wasn't, like, super thrilled with. And then watching it again, I was like, I was super wrong. Like, I, I don't deserve to ever speak again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and, it's, it's also a movie, too, uh, with the death of Rachel Dawes, which is really shocking because you're yeah. taking such an important character to Batman. And the setup for it is, is brilliant because you go from the interrogation scene, which is one of the greatest scenes in cinema history, and it goes right to a gut punch to Batman where he thinks he's going to save the person he cares about and it doesn't work out that way. And it creates another villain and a, a, a calculated one. And I think Two-Face and Harvey Dent is the best arc in that whole film. Uh, I mean, obviously the Joker is amazing, but I think Harvey... But, but he doesn't have an arc. Exactly. He's <laughs> just is, crazy. He's just crazy. Yeah. He's yeah. chaos. And, and that and that, uh, that kill, like that was like the 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 jaw drop moment and it didn't like lift up because I was just like There's, they're going to find her in the rubble right it's going to be okay well that's okay, and, uh, Maggie okay, Maggie Gyllenhaal. you'll come back for three is so good at that part because she she sells it where she's just saying it's okay it's okay and then uh, yeah and then then and, it's not and, and what's sad is that she actually died because I haven't seen her in a movie since <laughs> it was terrible <laughs> sorry I'm wow 
That yes. joke was so good in my... I actually am kind of... That was See, good. Now, now you start hey, a slow hey. clap, Zach. Thank you. I'm going to pour a glass of water and then throw it in your face, <laughs> then pour another glass and drink it, oh. and then throw another one in well, your Well, we just so, lost the Gyllenhaal family ever coming on our show. <laughs> that's true. Man, me and Jake were just becoming friends. I have a quick question, though. You said that there was a, there was a mandatory screening the next day. Yeah. What did they do if you didn't show up? Like, could you get fired for not seeing The Dark Knight? Well, I don't know, because I ended up attending the screening. Well, of but. course. But they didn't th- if, they, if somebody told me, like, hey, you have a mandatory Dark Knight screening, my first question would be like... My guess is because they figured that they had snuck employees in the night before and they were trying to weed it out. Sure. But I didn't didn't let them on. But it's 10 years later. I think I'm clear, guys. Gotcha. Okay. Funny. Ooh, bread. Brad. Catastrophe. 20 minutes left. All right. Hurry up. I'm hungry. I want some pizza. So if you guys can't figure out what my number one is, then I guess you're not really my friends because it's incredibly obvious. My number one is the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Um, yeah, this guy. <laughs> We're best friends now. Um, so, yeah, I, I grew up on this. It came out a year after uh, the, that first Batman. And uh, at the time, in the, in the 90s, I would argue that this was the most faithful comic book adaptation. Uh, it, it took the, the original black and white comics and uh, the storyline from Return to New York. And the director, Steve Barron, like, really blended... Uh, all that into one single like iconic movie for the turtles, and mm. you know most people would say they haven't done any better since then. Um, Why is the fight with Shredder so underwhelming? The rooftop scene? <laughs> yes. Are you just trying to pick a fight? Yes. Right <laughs> wow. We have no internet trolls in here, so I'm going to be one. I don't know how to answer this because I know you're. Uh, that's not how you actually feel about it. So uh-huh. you're, you're just trying to get at me. Uh, yeah. No, it's uh, that fight's awesome. Yeah, I mean, compared to the 2014 one, where they're on like an even taller building in the d- broad daylight, um, yeah. and Shredder has like a million knives attached to his body, um, he shoots him. Minimalism. Yeah. I always thought like Less the dude more. who played Shredder wait, 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 sounded wait. really cool. Uh, that? The guy who played Shredder sounded really cool, like threatening in the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, back then it was just you know real actors uh, and real choreography, uh, you know, martial artists from Gold Har- Golden Harvest, like. Figuring it out in the Jim Henson Muppet Studio, like doing these kind of new animatronics. Uh, and unfortunately, Jim Henson's last movie. Um, yeah, there's a lot of just uh, experimental s- stuff that, that like, they didn't think it was going to be anything. You know, um, it was a s- small budget, did huge business. Um, yeah, just great work all around. Um, Brad, I, I feel like from your list, the last 30 years have been really disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> like especially, like, you're, if two of your movies were when you were nine, um, man. Yeah, there's, there's been great stuff, like The Dark Knight, um, yeah. and, the, and the Marvel movies now, Thor Ragnarok. But those which, are your favorites, which is fair. Um, right? But, it's, I don't know, for me, like, when yeah. I make a list of my all-time favorites, like, it's really hard to supplant the Asp- stuff you grew up on. I, oh, yeah, especially if it's things that you were watching, you know, that much when you were a kid. I don't know how I missed them. Like, well, I do. My well, mom thought like the Ninja Turtles apart, were stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, we never watched the Ninja Turtle movies because she wouldn't want to watch it with us. Um, but, yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah. And Kevin Eastman's upstairs. Go say hi. He's really cool. I, yeah. I just noticed on the poster, lean, green, and on the screen, I never knew that was the tagline before. That would make me watch. There's the also, movie hey, again. dude, this is no cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> One of the most disappointing things, though, is because, like, so they were able to get away with some, you know, martial arts violence, and then parents groups complained, and that's why in two and three they're like throwing 
like foam bats around really? like sausage links. <laughs> so that's ridiculous. Thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like leading into the the Power Rangers era where it was just martial arts violence. Like that was the whole point of the show. Yeah. Like why would anyway? Whatever. The nineties were dumb. Yeah, and then Britain, they can't call them Ninja Turtles. They got, they got to call them Hero Turtles. Yeah. Because Britain has a <laughs> right, right? sordid history with ninjas. <laughs> what, are you dying? No, the, the 90s were great, James. <laughs> Speaking of James. Hey. Speaking of James. Uh, yeah, my number one, my number one is, is probably predictable, especially if you listen to the show. Uh, I've said very hyperbolic things about this movie <laughs> when it came out, and I said them when I put it at my number one last year, and I will say them again now. Um, Logan, which is my number one here, is... Hi, Wolverine. <laughs> um, Logan, to me, is, is, is the fulfillment of a promise, 15 years old, that, that Sam Raimi and, and, um, uh, and everybody who was involved in X-Men and Spider-Man and all that stuff that they made to us way back when, that, that the mythos... Uh, these modern myths that we have, you know, loved as part of comic books would eventually be given the weight and the and the respect that they deserved, and we would get this amazing story that is character driven, that that treats the the superpowers as a, a special cool part of a real character driven story. Um, I cry at that movie every time that I watch it. I think it's beautiful. Um, and yeah, it also sort of caps off this whole run of this character who both started that, that you know, this whole modern phase of, of comic book movies and then, you know, to end it with him was, was kind of nice. Um, but I just think that movie is, is so well made and nearly perfect. If you watch it in black and white where you can't quite tell a couple times where the CG is not quite good enough, I think it is perfect. Like, uh, I think it's amazing. Um, so yeah, I... I couldn't think of anything that I love more as a comic book adaptation. Yeah, we talked, too, about um, how usually when you fight your clone, maybe it doesn't work right. But in this movie, it, it proves that, yeah. you know, Logan's worst enemy is himself. Yeah. And so when uh, bad Logan kills Professor X, it, it, it hurts him, and he has to tell him that it's not him. But that's his worst nightmare come true, is he can't control who he is. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's beautiful. It, it's a movie about how your family can help you work through guilt and shame. Mm -hmm. And it's just that wrapped inside of an action movie with a guy with knives for hands. Like, uh, it, it, again, it, it takes seriously the things that we're all here because we love so much. Right. Um, and that's the kind of story that, like, that I take with me and carry with me in the same way that I did when I first saw Shane, you know, which obviously is referenced there. Um, I would say this is a better version of that, of that story. Um, it's certainly one that I think a mass audience will remember a whole lot better and hopefully sort of carry with them when they have, you know, similar problems in their own lives. But yeah, I said the same thing on the podcast when we did it, that as soon as they revealed the clone, again, spoilers, but you're here, so like, you know... Um, the, as soon as they revealed the, the, the clone, my initial thought, almost the same as in Star, uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, where he was like, oh, I'm Khan, and I'm sitting there for like 15 minutes going like, could we have done something different? Same thing happened here, where like for 10 minutes, I'm like, shit, like, you went back to the well, like, why are we doing this? And then it wasn't till like the end of the movie, and I really thought back, and I went, oh, this is actually the most perfect, most brilliant way to have a villain in the movie, because um, that's who he really is, so... It's surprisingly the most emotionally vulnerable 
superhero film I've ever seen. The scene with yeah. Professor um, Xavier Ugh. in his bed is the thing that gets me throughout that or, in, in, of that entire film. Yeah, like it's the most heartbreaking thing I've ever seen in a superhero movie. Hands it's down. so good. Man, what a sad film. Anyway, Ryan. all right. Uh, my number one is super predictable too, but I'm cheating on this one. Uh, my number one is oh, no. battery is running low. <laughs> now this tells a story of a superhero who needs to charge up every day. No, it's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Brad, I love you so it, much. It's. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> That got me, that got Look me. Look at I that glorious Van Dyke man. <laughs> um, also, a long-running uh, joke in our podcast, so uh, is Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, because I think it's actually the best Spider-Man movie. Um, it's not my favorite Spider-Man movie. Uh, my favorite Spider-Man movie is the 2002 Spider-Man movie, but I think it's the best one. I think Tom Holland's the best Spider-Man, and so I cheated and put Spider-Man Homecoming so it encompass all Spider-Man movies. Um, <laughs> Who's in the movie? I can't tell by the poster. Um, and also on the podcast, I have this, um, and in real life, I have this huge crush on Robert Downey Jr., and uh, so I watched all his movies at one point through for the podcast, and so now there's a longer-running joke that I love him, which is not a joke. It's true. <laughs> Um, well, and because all of the marketing for that movie was, come see Robert Downey Jr., also Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, it, but the, the movie's great. It's, it, I, I love the, uh, the father dynamic of it. I think it fits the characters well. Uh, I love the idea of him getting a suit from Tony. Uh, and Michael Keaton is amazing in it. I think as my favorite scene last year is when he's driving him to the prom and he figures uh, out Peter Parker's Spider-Man. And so it's an amazing scene. And as a Spider-Man fan... Uh, when he's in the warehouse and all the stuff falls on him and he has to lift it off and he's willing himself to fight, I think is the perfect Ugh. analogy of Spider-Man is, you know, he's telling himself, come on, Spider-Man, and he has to fight. And he's not the strongest, but he'll, he'll never give up. And then he saves the vulture, too, and I still cry, and it's my wife makes fun of me. And, <laughs> and I tell her she'll never understand, and she's like, I won't understand. And I tell her, okay, just let me have my crying session by myself <laughs> and that's my life well that was a happy podcast thanks for coming everybody yeah. uh prizes uh yeah uh so um who wants to cry with us yeah who wants to cry with us we love crying um we have six anybody minutes in here uh-huh we have six minutes i know well then you I better you better vamp brad because i'm done um does All anybody own a nintendo switch in here all the way oh, back what's good. your favorite game for nintendo switch that is a great game. That's a good answer. Do you need an 8-bit link? You know what? <laughs> Come on down and pick up your 8-bit well, link. Well, you also, you had, the, you had the correct answer from before, too. So, you did. Yeah, you earned that. You did. And so what is your favorite comic book movie? Oh, ooh. Ooh. there you go. 30 Days a Night is good a good call. cut. Man, if think? only for Ben Foster in that movie, because he's incredible. Thanks for participating. Yeah, man. Yeah. Man. Oh, and stickers. Nice. Oh, that's all the amiibos we have. Wait a minute. <laughs> I, I pulled it out of the treasure chest with the sound effect. No one's of... impressed. What's that from? Uh, uh, well, you didn't do it into the mic, so no one heard it. Thank you. I got someone clapping, and that's all that matters to me. Um, you guys give it out. I'm tired of coming up with all the answers. No. To your life, to this podcast. <laughs> My goodness. You're, you're um, addictive. Does anybody have one that we haven't talked about here that they really want to share? Like a, like, a, like a comic book adaptation that they really love that we haven't talked about. Keep in mind the there Phantom doesn't count. The Shadow counts. 
The shadow does count. Men yeah, men that's black. true. Oh, that is a good one. Man. It was it your favorite film from 97, 2000? I don't even know. Uh, I don't like it. Yeah, it was one of ours. Did we both do it for 97? It was my number one, yeah. Yeah, it was definitely high up there because it's incredible. Ryan oh. doesn't like that movie because he's nope. weird. Not weird. Uh, even though it's fantastic. And it's like, it's like 80 minutes long. It's the easiest movie to watch, and it's hilarious. I'm not a big fan of Big Willy style. Uh, well, <laughs> clearly, clearly you weren't around for the millennium because it was a movement. Uh, it was amazing. <laughs> it shaped the nation. <laughs> it did. Yeah. Anybody that's a really else? good one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good these, one. these guys appreciate it. Yeah. Anybody else have one that we didn't talk about? Yeah, same. Oh, that's Infinity true. War. I did. So the whole struggle, I, I didn't put a Marvel Studios movie on my list, which felt gross, and I couldn't figure out which one I would do. I, th- I thought about... Winter Soldier. Infinity War is this unprecedented, never happened before in movies thing that it's hard not to like, not to draw attention to because that, that as much as Avengers shouldn't have worked, whatever ten years ago. Yeah, that that movie is incredible. Oh yeah, um, I'm, I'm amazed that they're able to balance all those actors, all those characters. Yeah, and in a in a weird way, it is accessible. It's just like, as long as you are familiar with the brand imaging, I think you're fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And even if you're not, I mean, I, I know yeah. people who haven't seen all, a lot of those movies yeah. and still went in and understood what was going on. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think there's a, a couple characters that if you didn't get, you'd be like, why? how come that guy can shoot lasers from his hands and make things move? Um, and, and it's wonderful in the sense that Thanos is, it's all from his p- point of view. Yeah. And it, it, it's incredible to find that you have a form of empathy um, with, the, uh, oh, with the villain of that film. Thank you. Man, I thought that guy just carried giant number cards around with him. That took me a second. <laughs> no, they're telling us we need uh, five minutes. Uh, we do have a few more things. Um, I still have another Amiibo. Uh, I think we um, should give it to Men in Black. Men in Black? Yeah. Men in Black. Yeah. Woohoo! Ha ha. <laughs> See, it's really easy. Yeah, you did fall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad I was late. You'd been here, I wouldn't have fallen. Uh, if I'd been here, I, I would have got to see it. Uh, we also have a Denver Comic Con exclusive real nerd shirt, only in lady sizes. So, um, men, if you feel like you want really short sleeves <laughs> to <laughs> accentuate your guns, we have those. Um, you can cut the bottom half off and wear it when you work out in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. If you have man, pets. Do I win anything for biggest laugh of the show? That was great. Oh, man, I'm done. Thanks, guys. If you have pets, you can cut it up, repurpose it for them. Yes. Um, give, give me a movie trivia question. Uh, what kind of movie trivia question? Uh, what film did the Infinity War just pass on the all-time list uh, box office numbers? Fred, <laughs> no, he Titanic, he got it. it. Um, do you oh, want a woman's shirt, or we have... Or we have some from the previous year that are for men. You can frame it and put it on a wall. Yes. You got oh, it. Great. And what? also from 2000 and... 16. 16. For your two minutes of fame, what's your favorite comic book movie? That's a good one. <laughs> Ooh. Rise of uh, Cobra? Or, yeah. uh, are we talking uh, modern superpower ones or are we talking about the, like, the animated ones? Oh, okay. Yeah, those are cool. I actually really like those. Um, yeah. I thought Jogo I, was a fine Cobra Commander. 
Yeah. Oh, I, gosh. I, 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 I really wanted to... I wish he was in the sequel doing the voice. It would have been so awesome. It'd be like, yeah. this guy's super talented. People underestimate Stephen Summers. Yep. I want him to make more movies. Oh, yeah? Like, that, because that movie is... I know, but I know no one goes to see them because they're bad, but they're fun. Like, that G.I. Joe movie is silly, but it's cool. Like, you get to jump through windows in superpower suits and stuff. Like, that's a good, that's a good pick, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Dude, how many, like, blind ninja movies are there? Like, yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. I'm going to give this shirt because I like your hat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Would you like a shirt? And you were All terribly right. engrossed the whole time, which was great. Either that or you were reading stuff on your phone, which is also And fun. Ryan's about to try out for the Rockies. Yeah. Stepping up to the mound is oh! number zero, Ryan Frost. Not just the looks, it's also the athletic ability. Uh, thank you, everybody, for coming to our podcast. We really appreciate it. I yeah. thought we were going to have James's fiance here only. So yeah. um, thank you. you here. I don't know thank what the you. next panel is, but you guys are definitely early for it, and I appreciate you being on time. Yeah, thank you. Um, there's also, if you come by our booth upstairs, there's more stickers and stuff like that that are free, and you can come up here and get some. And you, record, um, you can record on our show up there. Yeah. It's 105. Yeah. And we do have a, a Blu-ray. We did a web series. Only three left in existence that we found when we went through storage. Yeah. So um, oh. if you want one, they are up there. Easy way to find us is if you know where Celebrity Summit is and you just turn around, you'll see our sign. And, you know, we're right up there on that corner. So, Absolutely. So yeah. Thanks Thank so you. much, everybody. Thank Y'all you. are amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you so, so much. Oh, goodness. Oh. I am genuinely moved. Thank you.